Hello, Sold viewers. Big Ronnie here with another Sold Stay-at-Home series, trying to keep you entertained during the quarantine lockdown. People are fighting in the streets. Let me go to my hairdresser. It is crazy. We just want to talk about art. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. Uh, we appreciate all the great comments and feedback that we've gotten for this new series. For those who would like to support us, please consider donating at patreon.com backslash sold magazine. That'll help us keep the train going, uh, pay for dues and fees and all that fun stuff. But um, let's just jump right into it today with one of our absolute favorite artists, uh, we have covered her uh, numerous times on the platform, and we are excited to see the new stuff that she's been working on lately. Say hi to Jenna Morello. Hello, everyone. How is your quarantine going? You know, it's the uh, same as everybody else's. It sucks. Uh, yeah. It's fun scrolling down the feed and keeping busy, uh, but I'm, I'm very jealous of the very cool stuff that you've been cranking out lately. Can we see some of the, uh, the resin pieces and tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, if I pick this up, can I turn it? The reason we're not FaceTiming over there is because the the glare is so bright. But can I pick this up and flip it? Yeah. All right, let's I'm new to Zoom, guys. Let's see how it goes. All right, let's see. All right, this is an exclusive. Watch out, Henry, because we don't normally go to my desk. Ooh, the desk. All right, so here's my table. My mother got it for me. It was, what did it used to be? It used to be a cafeteria table. And this is just kind of where I work. You can see it's like here's here's set ones that are ready to go. Here's scrap ones that will go to my mother and my nephews. Um, there's the rose blocks that I sell. Here's their packaging that they end up coming in, which I figured was kind of fun. And then let me grab some of the other ones so you can see. There's Henry. Hey, Henry. <laughs> All right, let's see. So yeah, they're fun. They're all, they're local flowers. There's some imported flowers. My mother started sent. This is actually one my mother sent me. Um, I mean, and they're just, you know, business as usual for me. It's just weird that outside is totally different. Now, these are made out of uh, resin, dyes, and other... Yeah, this one was like, this one I was experimenting with butterfly wings. Yeah, they're just made with resin, and then depending on what the resin can hold or take on the inside. So I've just been kind of experimenting with things that I find. This is a scrap one, but this is like these pine cones I found at the park, you know, since I'm not going too far. Um, where's other ones? Oh, this was found. These were apple blossoms found across the street. Very so cool. it's a mix and match of found stuff, stuff given to me. In the beginning, I started to order stuff, but it's kind of more fun to discover, you know, your own stuff. And then I figured the packaging like this was fun considering what's happening right now. Like it's kind of serious. It's more me on the outside and then the inside. It's kind of like an Easter box. All happy and cloudy. That's nice. Now, yeah, where, where, do you need like, oh, oh, the slingshot. Yeah. Yeah. These are my favorites. Now the slingshot, look, I'll show you. The slingshot initially was this one. And you see how I took it down on parts so you could actually see when the when you resin it, like you could see through. And then look at this. I put my crown in the bottom of mm -hmm. it, like dug it out. So once I cast it, um, you could see. But these, cool. I mean, these things can put a, these things are like a bullet. These things are solid. Hmm. How about the lighters? Do you have any of those handy? I do. 
Uh, I got a whole box. Let's see. I have, again, this was found across. Cool. I liked it. I, my logo is embossed on it. What else do I got? Here's another wing I've been experimenting with, but the things about wings is the powder comes off. So this is literally just the shell. This one happened to turn out cool. A bunch didn't. Um, here's another collab with my mother. She's been sending the whatever she's got from her garden home. I mean, they're cool. The lighters are funny. It's so funny that they're so popular considering they don't even work. But like, they get the, the satiety of going like this, mm -hmm. you know? Like, it's just fun. And I like, it's like a mini sculpture. I can do all sorts of stuff with it and experiment and put them at a price point that people can afford right now and just keep it moving and make other stuff, you know? Now, one of the first gifts of art that we received from you was this guy here, this yeah. red cast spray can. And I forget what's in it. There's something in here. Um, show me. Do you remember this guy? I do, I do. Uh, what did I put in it? I don't even, or was it just a, was I just experimenting? Yeah, I think was, I it might have been like, yeah. I, yeah, I think it was. I think it was just pigment experiment. And just like you said, with the tactile feel with the lighter, you just, you pick this but up. it's fun, right? Like, just for no sort of reason. I like that they become kind of interactive sculptures, you know? Because, and the amount of times that I go to reach for a lighter and I grab one of these and I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's not the one. So where did that idea come from? Which one? The lighters? All of it. Where did it start? Um... Do you know what it is? Like the piece that you had is a little bit resin. The way resin works is it heats up really fast, um, depending on if it's a slow or a fast resin. So it heats up really fast and it'll do like a lot of wear and tear to your molds. With this going on, I was really trying to be conservative with um, supplies because Amazon's a headache right now and I can't go to the art store. And it's also, I guess, from a life of collecting small things that fit in my pocket. So when I... Like saying I was going to cast something like the, the, what the hell did you just show me? The fuck? The spray can. So say I'm going to cast something like the spray can. I don't necessarily know how much um, silicone it's going to take. So I'll always have something small on the side or a couple small things that if I have an overspill of it or an overflow, it can go to that because the shit's expensive. So um a lot of it like the lighter that one was just something i poured something i had extra silicone and i just ended up grabbing the closest thing to me that was small that i could cast and then you know and then it's just kind of fun to see how it holds certain things and then i like that it became like an actual mini sculpture what, so, I, what I love about listening to you talk about your work and how you put it together it, it's never the same thing twice you have no. so many mediums what, how is it that you you can't be forced into one thing i just think for my own sanity like i just can't make the same i just have a hard time making things over and over again and then i like to learn new things and then there's like there's the art side of me but then there's the science side of me so i like to fuse the two things um and a lot of this is a lot of math a lot of science you know you learn how resin works how it doesn't work uh, all sorts of things you can do with it so i like learning the rules and then kind of bending the rules and mixing mediums, just honestly to keep myself entertained. And then, it, and then it puts me in a weird place because a lot of artists, right, they have to have their signature thing over and over again, but I have such a hard time with that that I think at this point, 
the randomness of what I do kind of ties in together because eventually I'll come back around, right? And then maybe throw roses in the lighter, like just to attempt to tie it in together. But there usually really isn't a rhyme or a reason until I look back and then I'm like, oh, I can incorporate this into everything. But you're downplaying it. You're blowtorches and power tools and drills and you, you use everything for your work. Oh, I made a cool thing. Like I say, hold on. Look, I found it walking the dogs the other day, and I have one, but I didn't want to cut it up. Come oh, on, this one's cool. That so is I got cool. a plasma cutter, because around here you find a lot of stuff on recycling day, so I made this whole birdcage out of it. But yeah, it kind of just comes out of boredom. I mean, not boredom, just trying to, again, keep myself busy. This is my day-to-day. -day. What everybody's going through right now, because I work out of my house, like, it's just convenient and it is my day to day, but you definitely have to, you have to keep yourself entertained as people are learning in this quarantine. Like I have to do it for me first and then I can release it. And the good thing about these pieces was there was a price point that I figured people could afford right now. And because I donated um, and bought a bunch of supplies with that, it kind of, you know, I felt like it was paying it forward and the karma on it was good too. So I kind of hit two birds at one stone on that. Now we've always, we, we've heard from artists as part of the series that, oh, this really doesn't affect me as much as it would some other people. I'm always home working anyway. I have to be in the house. <clears throat> but you're, you're also a little bit of a jerk. You're an anarchist. You don't want to stay home if you don't, you're being told to. Is that bothering you, this part of that, at least? No, what's bothering me the most is my family. Like I would, I have two young nephews, you know, I have sisters, like we're losing control of the ship over here already because like they are over it. My older sister's over it. My mother's over it. Like, so I'm trying to keep everybody together because after, even after this is done, they don't have a, they don't have a vaccine. So even after lockdown, the thing is like, okay, then what? Um, but no, I mean, the staying home thing, I really am. I mean, by nature, artists are social distancers. Like if I have to go to the store, I have to go do something, but I, my life is very much run by a schedule unless I'm traveling and painting. That is, I mean, I work, I don't want to say I work 24 seven, but I work throughout my entire day. I will get up, say I'll pull whatever casted from the night before, um, prep some stuff. I'll go walk the dogs. I'll come back. I'll, if I have commissions or projects, I'll do that. And then um, every, in the evening, I will set some more stuff or cast some more stuff. So every morning's kind of like Christmas and something to look forward to. And then I'll wake up in the morning, see how everything turned out, you know, and then do it again. The cool thing about the small sculptures is it like, it scratches that itch of me to constantly be making things, but I also hate having things. So then I can just get rid of them. Like, or, and even in, even in a lot of these are sold, obviously I have a lot of outtakes and ones that I don't find perfect. I can throw those in the box, you know, just, just to keep it moving and keep the stuff out of here. But you know, it is, it is kind of, it's business as usual, but I, it, the, the family thing, the not being able to see everybody, especially because my family's so close, that's tough. Now you have one of the nicer websites out there we've seen for uh, street adjacent artists and, and people. Working really? Today, for sure. It's clean, it's simple, it's quick. Uh, you can get to the products that you're looking for. You know, it's, 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 it's very nice. Um, are you attracting more, uh, or, or let me ask the question differently. How are you attracting customers now? I don't know. I mean- You always did? Just wait for them type of situation because your art stands on itself? 
Kind of. It's not so much that I wait for them. I just think I'm secure enough in the fact that, that like, if I just keep building blocks and, you know, what's, what's the saying about a wall? Like you know, one brick at a time. Like I can't focus on the whole thing. And if I'm confident in what I'm doing and I just kind of keep pushing forward, I, I believe that's whether it's this year or next year or in five years, the people that are supposed to be drawn to my work will be. Um, because I kind of have a, that promotion's awesome, but I, I, I like the organic part. Um, I think people underlook hashtags on Instagram because I think that brings in, because I work in so many mediums. So if I hashtag metal art as opposed to street art, I will get the traffic from metal workers or woodworkers or stuff like that. So I lightly, you know, try to, try to garner some, you know, people, but I don't know. I, I am pretty okay with working and the people coming along naturally. Now, because artists never retire, uh, you know, I've, I've been trying to do some research on when an artist makes their most money. And unfortunately, on the average, it's after they're dead. After they're dead, I'm sure. Right. So, you know, what, what do you think, besides living until you're 110, what do you think you can do as, as time goes on to, just to keep the word up there about you, just because it's not your your personality to to beat your chest on the corner and say how dope you are. That's just not who you are. Me or everybody? Life, life, not generella. I mean, I think I, I. It's how many people say I think you have to have a passion for it. Like I think it has to be something that you're doing, whether people are watching or they're not watching, and then eventually maybe you'll get into the groove of realizing oh, this works, that works, this, you know what I mean? This garners me some more attention. But I really think you have to, it just has to be what drives you and you have to do it for yourself. Like most of these pieces, I really am. I don't ever go into a piece unless it's a commission and generally a friend because I, I rarely do those. I don't ever go into a piece trying to please other people because that's what I've noticed will fail. If it's something that strikes a chord within me, then like people that it strikes a chord with generally will be attracted to it. But I think for longevity, um, it just has to be something that you like to do and you constantly got to push yourself and, you know, be the best you could be and push yourself to the point of fail and be uncomfortable, you know, and not be afraid to ruin something and, you know, just kind of keep it pushing. Now, what I... What I like about your work, Jenna, is you work on tiny little things that go in tiny little pretty little boxes. And giant then, things. Yeah, and then you'll paint a giant cello on a wall for a school. I know. Or 5,000 giant butterflies. I know. And it puts a shock, like, in hindsight, it, like, really puts a shock to your system. I think I do it for that reason. I think I just... I'm so comfortable in one thing and then I will purposely go to a completely separate set of tools just because I don't want to get too comfortable in one thing, but it definitely trains your brain um, in an interesting way. Like right now, my main tools are dentist tools and tweezers and all sorts of little things. So it makes you hyper aware of every detail, right? Like it makes you hyper aware of how perfect the petals are on the flowers or the things on the inside or how fragile an insect's wings are, as opposed to, yeah, me throwing nine gallons of paint with a paint sprayer over 80 feet. Um, but again, I really think that's just my internal, just trying to get, you know, just keep it level. Now you're, you're from Jersey originally, uh, grew up in Brooklyn-ish, uh, live, live here now. W 
I'm going to call you a city girl. You may not like it, but there it is. Uh, no, that's fair. Now, how do you feel about, you know, when all the people go away, nature comes back and takes over? You see these videos about animals walking. I, do that, I mean, that's my favorite part about this whole thing. I think that part makes me feel like I can breathe a little bit better. Like, obviously, the loss of life and all these other things are absolutely terrible. But the fact that, I mean, even my friends, even me, when I walk down by the water, there's all sorts of birds and stuff that I haven't seen in the entire time that I've lived here. My friend Cobra from Argentina told me he saw all sorts of parrots that he hasn't seen. Emilio down in Miami sees dolphins now on a daily basis, manatees and manta rays that he normally wouldn't see. So even in my personal life, but the fact that the ozone's fixing, I mean, you hope that when everything goes back to normal, they don't completely ruin it, but I don't know how much you trust the human race. It's, I mean, it, it's, but it's, it's a positive thing for right now with everything else. Do you miss painting outside or are you very happy right now, despite- No, know, of course I miss painting outside. And I would go paint outside because I, a couple of my walls, you know, are, are, are closed. I just don't want to be hassled. I don't want the cops to hassle me. I just don't really feel like dealing with that right now. If this drags on for my own sanity, I will probably go, you know, locally around here cover up some other stuff and repaint it but yeah no i miss i miss traveling you it's so crazy that the world changed like that right so like I, the, the idea of getting on a plane the airport the whole thing right now just seems like so much but i am lucky that i have other mediums i can work with as opposed to some of my friends who are strictly aerosol and spray paint and are kind of struggling right now with you know what to do to keep themselves busy now you, uh, we've in, from our conversations in the past. I don't think they were recorded on this one, but uh, the, a lot of your packaging and your marketing awareness and things like that comes from your dad. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, he is my father. Is a uh, he's a graphic artist. So my whole life growing up, like the way the pictures were hung, the way the packaging was done, like that was his. Thing. even now he'll see something and give me a suggestion I think that's funny you said about my website I think that's probably the reason that my website looks the way it does because a lot of the I was trained to think in in here's Derek I was trained to think in um in like measures of it being timeless right of what's not hot right it might not be hot right now but my website it's simple it appeals you know, to various things. It doesn't require a lot of flashing lights and all that other stuff. Um, it gets to the point, it's classy, and it can be timeless because I'm always in my head like, what is this gonna look like? Even what my, even what my work, what is this gonna look like in 10 years? What is this gonna look like in 50 years? What, you know? So I think that's so ingrained in me um, that I, it comes out without me even realizing it. Now, <clears throat> how, is it, a lot, a lot of people are saying it's easier with animals because now you can get out uh, and walk around. Uh, I mean, I, per, you know, personally, I think everything's easier with animals. <laughs> like, you know, so many people are worried about living alone. I mean, I don't think I live alone, right? I got three guys here that I have to wake up and feed and do, you know, everything everybody needs and their walks and the whole thing. I think the good thing about it is you're not alone. It keeps you on schedule. Um, but I was raised that way, right? I was always surrounded by animals. So I, it's great now if you are getting a dog because you want to go for walks. I just hope that when it's done, you're continuing to walk that dog and not just using it as something disposable oh, yeah. to leave the house. Right. Um, but I, yes, I think everything, they get you out of your head. 
I, I, if it would be a whole different ball game if I was here with no dogs and this whole thing was happening, then you would see me like pacing like a caged animal. But with them, they make everything much easier for me. Plus they're cool. <laughs> yes, they are. And they're good boys. Yeah. Now what, um, uh, scrolling down your feed, we've seen some, some, you do some collaborations, Emilio, Dirk Cobain, uh, some, some, some one-off and limited things like that. Uh, is there, is there a plan? You were working with anybody now? Are we going to see any team ups? Um, paid is my neighbor. So I just ordered a canvas to work with him. It's funny you say that because I should, I want to do more collaborations just because I like to. In the beginning, I did a bunch. And then the thing about collaborations is I just kind of end up with them. And I don't want to stay stuck with them, but this goes back to me creating things and not wanting things. Mm -hmm. So if I do a collab and it doesn't necessarily sell or I don't have a specific place to put it, then you got to take care of it. And then I have all this art you know, or I'll send it to my parents. I don't have storage or anything. And if they're resin, it has to be taken care of properly. So I have a bunch of great collabs. Um, they just kind of fall into a place of what do you do with a great collab? You know, they could go to a gallery or you don't want to undersell it or, or not get what it's worth. So I hold on to a lot of them for sentimental value. Um, but it's, I do want to start doing more. Now, we've seen you post on your stories and pictures uh, about you giving some other artists resin lessons. Who would I give resin lessons to? I don't want to, sh I don't want to put their name out there in case they don't want to be blasted like that. But it was two artists. I'll definitely tell you when we get off. But my, I was going to lead it to my question of who was the last artist or someone that taught you something that you're using? Um, I mean, I'm not one of those artists that won't tell you how to do something. Like, because you could just Google it. You know, like it's, it's no knowledge. It's plus if I could save you money, like not, I'm not, not out like trying to help it, but if you come to me and I can help you cut your learning curve because the things are expensive, like liquid, like silicone is expensive as hell. Mm -hmm. Two little things of it are $30. A bigger thing of it is $300 resin too. And there's like little tips and tricks uh, that I've just learned that you can't necessarily Google. Uh, so I have no problem if somebody approaches me because I don't like that because in the past I've gone to people when I didn't know something and had them kind of, I can't tell you all my secrets. And then it's like, all right, you know what? Like, I'm not playing that game with you, but yeah, if someone comes to me, what's the last thing I am currently in the middle of getting, uh, pressure pot for resin because it could take the bubbles out, even though for some things I like the bubbles. But that's like one of the things I'd ask my dad about because the pressure pot kind of freaks me out since, you know, it can go bad. But I'll just hit up, a, I'll just hit up people's Instagrams. And then if they're nice, generally, if they're nice enough, they'll turn around and answer. Um, so that's kind of the good thing about being in the art world is you can go to people you admire and hopefully if they're not a dick, they'll turn around and be like, hey, you know, this is how you do it. So. Well, we're very glad to hear that you're holding up okay. I wasn't doubting. Uh, I just wanted to see those doggos. I'm very happy I got to. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Jenna. We really appreciate you uh, carving time out of the studio work for us. Uh, but before we let you go, please let everybody know where they can find you online, your website, your Instagram, stuff like that. Just my name, um, Instagram at Jenna Morello, J-E-N-N-A-M-O-R-E-L-L-O. -L -L Website's the same, jennamorello.com. Um, I have like an art Facebook, but it mainly goes to 
it's the same stuff that's on Instagram. But yeah, Instagram is basically my day to day. My shop is on my website, which I update now that I'm doing all this about almost daily. Awesome. Everybody go check out Jenna's shop. Uh, let's help these artists stay in business while business is out. Uh, thank you very much for your time today, Jenna, and we'll see you soon. I will see you later. Bye-bye.